You're listening to the Melbourne Lights Church Midweek Extra. Hello and welcome back everyone. Hi, I've got Matt here. Hi Matt. Hello everyone. Hello Gabby. Hey, it's Thanks been a while. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, right. it has been a little while. It's been a while. It's lovely to, to be here with you guys again. And we haven't done a Midweek Extra for a, <laughs> a long <laughs> no, no. time again. Life's been busy. It's, we're, we're getting back into the flow of everything. I'm sure it's busy for all you guys as well. So, yeah. um, but it's something that we value and you know, it's great when we can. We've got time to do this and jump in and just go a bit deeper. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Tidbits, extra tidbits we're giving you. Uh, it's amazing. So we kicked off a, a series at, at Melbourne Lights Church, for those of you who aren't part of us, called uh, The Church Jesus is Building, uh, quite a, a few weeks ago now. Yeah. But um, it's been a really exciting topic, yeah. and we've been enjoying it, and everyone who's been coming, I hope you've been enjoying And you can you can actually go back and listen to those, can't they? Um, yep, on yep. All, online, on all of our streaming services, whatever you're listening to this on, uh, but also on Spotify, Apple Music and SoundCloud or our website. So all the places. Nice. Easy. Go back and do that. I really encourage you to do that because the church Jesus is building is the church we want to be a part of. Yeah. That's the church we want to be a part of. It looks like Jesus and exists for Jesus. And um, we can't do that unless we we partner with what he has said in the word and with what Holy Spirit is on and doing and breathing on right now, isn't it? Um, Jesus is building a church of sons and daughters who have laid down their egos and logos. I kicked up this whole series, I think, with this, and I wanted to just say, because it's been so so long, but sons and daughters who have laid down their egos and logos, their agendas, even their lives for the sake of his. It's his kingdom come. It's a church that is radical and fearless, real and raw, authentic and vulnerable, a church that knows its identity and authority, a church that stands on the infallible standard of the word, a church that exists to glorify him, a church that releases on earth as it is in heaven, a church where the lost, hurting and broken are found, saved and restored, a church where the lonely find family, a church where everyone has their place at the table. I love that. A church that equips and releases warriors, dread champions that make demons tremble and releases heaven into their everywhere. A church that looks and sounds like Jesus, a church for his glory. Wow. (laughs) Who doesn't want to be part of that church? Let it be us. This is the church Jesus is building. Yeah. um, Look, before we we begin asking you some of the questions on, on what you preached on Sunday, Matt, um, I want to just read a scripture you read out, Matthew 6, 18 to 19. Yeah. It's just a part of it. Yeah. Jesus says this, and I tell you um, that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church. Now, not on Peter, Yeah. is it? Yeah, no. What was it on, Matt? It was on the... Well, Jesus asked Peter, that yeah, he says, who do... First he says, who do people say that I am? Yeah, I have a whole bunch exactly. of different... Yes, the disciples. And he says to... To, it's actually to Simon at that yes. point. Yes, yeah. It's, it's, it's funny, because at that point they call him Simon, son of... Jonah, Simon mm. Bar Jonah. Mm. He says, who, who do you say that I am? And I think it's a revelation from the Father. Um, well, actually, I don't think that's what Jesus says. So his yes, response to Jesus does. is, yeah. um, you are the Christ, which, yeah. which means anointed one, the son mm. of the living God. So he has this revelation of anointing and of identity. Yeah, wow. And Jesus says, uh, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for... Uh, man hasn't revealed this to you, but the Father who's in heaven. Yeah. So there's this yeah. revelation from the Father of who Jesus is, yeah. of his, of his uh, being anointed and his sonship. Yeah. And then from that place, and this is what I love, yeah. it speaks to identity. He goes, mm-hmm. um, from that place, because you know who I am, now you can know who, who you are. Yes. And then he goes, you, you'll no longer be called Simon, but you'll be called Peter. And on this rock, I'll build my church. And 
uh, <laughs> it's funny because uh, I think there's a whole sections of of Christianity that have missed that and said the church is built upon Peter because yeah. Peter means yeah. means rock. Yes. No, no, the church is built upon the revelation of who Jesus is. The revelation Peter got. The revelation Peter got yeah. from the Father yeah. of of Jesus Christ, the Anointed Son of God. Yeah. And then who we are, our identity. Yeah. Yeah. In him, I mean that's a whole whole preach in itself. But that revelation of uh, who Jesus is and then who we are because of who He is yeah. is so it's pivotal yeah. for everything that we do um, as as sons and daughters, as followers of Jesus. Amen. So true. Yeah. So He says, um, "You are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church." On the revelation of who I am that you had. Yeah. That's where, what the yeah, church yeah. is built on. The revelation of Jesus, just as Matt said. And I love this bit. That's why I had to read the rest. The gates of Hades, the Oof, gates of well, hell will not prevail against it. Yeah. The gates of, gates of hell don't pre- will not prevail against that church. Yeah. The church that's built yeah. on that revelation. Yeah. The gates of hell may prevail against other churches yeah. that are not built on the revelation yeah. of Jesus being yeah. the way, the son of God. Yeah. Uh, there is only one way, isn't there? 100%. And, and only one revelation and truth that church has to be founded and built on. 100%. It has to be Jesus on Jesus, his way, his pattern. And when we say church, we're not we're not um, kind of try, trying to bag other movements no, and churches. Absolutely. We are the church. It's a people. It's yeah. you and I. You, you yeah. Gabby and, and Matt, those of you who are listening, um, you're the church. Yes. It's your revelation yeah. of Jesus. I mean, Very. even if, if, if you get nothing else, we're going to get to other things. <laughs> but if you would ask yourself today, who is Jesus to me? Come on. Mm. And honestly, answer that question. Yeah. Sit, yeah. journal it, sit with the Lord, yeah. because that's the place that identity flows from. And that's the place that all of the other things that we're called to flow from. So good, Matt. That's the place too, because it goes on that, that where authority comes from, yes. because it goes on to say, I will give you then the keys of the kingdom of yeah. heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound yeah. in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So authority is yeah. tied into the identity, but the revelation of this church Jesus. is built on yeah. the revelation of Jesus, the exactly. supremacy of Jesus, the sonship. So and the lordship of Jesus Christ. That's <laughs> so the church good. we want to be part of. And 100%. like Matt said, it's not about a denomination, a particular yeah. movement. Yeah. It's us, the church. Yeah. Uh, who, if that's our revelation, then that is the church, isn't it? That it's Jesus who we is wa- It's who we want to be. I mean, that's why we're doing this yeah. series at Melbourne Life Church. Absolutely. Because we want to be a people who look like Jesus. We want to be a, a, a gathering, the ecclesia, a local expression yeah. of people who are becoming like Jesus, who yeah. have a revelation of who he is. Who are who are uh, established in our identity in Him because of who He is, yeah. and then walking in the authority yeah. that He's given us. Yeah. In that place, the gates of hell can't prevail. We go and we destroy the works of darkness. Come we on. bring light into dark places. Yes. We see Amen. captives set free, and all of the Isaiah sixty-one, yes, the yes, uh, yes. sight to the blind, captives being set free, chains being broken. So good. So good. Yeah, how cool to be known as the church that looks like Jesus in yeah. your city, Oof, like in your nation. I love, I'm just reminded of, of just, of, of, this is what happens. We start, we start these things, we have a scripture and then I've got all these questions, but I'm like, oh, God's just If we just never get this. to the other questions, it's Look, fine. It doesn't matter. We, we go with the flow of Holy Spirit. But mm-hmm. this is just a little aside, but. You know, we go, Matt, as you know, yeah. for those who don't know, we do regular outreach into yeah. our local area, into Dandenong and some other places. Obviously, we, we're um, 
encouraging people to live on mission. Yeah. So in there everywhere. Yeah. Uh, that's a culture for us. That's a kingdom culture that we hold um, mm-hmm. hold up high and we value. But we do it as, as a group as well. Yeah. We have an area God's really given us um, ground in. And yeah. we've been just for many years praying into yeah. uh, and just, you know, pushing back darkness, loving on the community, bringing the goods and bringing the gospel. And yeah. it was just great because a couple of Sundays ago, we had team a team out there, powerful time, lots of stories, which we can't get into today. But a couple of young girls had um, yeah. walked around, prayed and then spoke to a, a man and prayed with him. Yeah. And then he, he was just so blessed. And he said, where are you guys? Like, what church are you from? And when they said who we were, you yeah. know, Melbourne Lights Church in Hallam, he's like, oh, yeah, you guys are famous around here. Like, <laughs> it on. was just awesome just to hear. Yes, the fame of Jesus is getting out there. Yeah. It's not about us. Uh, we can we can enjoy that and not be, yeah. you know, arrogant in that because it's like, that's what we want is his fame, his name yeah. being known yeah. in our sphere, in our, well, our everywhere, yeah. really. We want to change what people people's perception of the church. I love that, that you talk to homeless <laughs> people on the street and they go, oh, yeah, we, we know about you guys. Yeah. You're famous yeah. out here, not for all <laughs> so, of the, the, you know, the wrongs or the hurts of the church, but because we know that if we're in trouble, we can yeah. call you. We know yeah. that you guys come and bless us yeah. and pray for us and yeah and that's that makes me so yeah. happy makes me so happy yeah. too. i was so excited to hear that i mean you know the disciples were the same in the book of acts yeah. they were known like yeah. they it was said of them these are those they're the ones that have turned this world upside down like they they <laughs> were on. known for for Ooh. the mission and their heart and their passion and their relentless yeah. dedication yeah. to to his you know his gospel and the kingdom being advanced and uh that's what we're known for and uh, it's just exciting it. stuff well, on Sunday, you actually preach an awesome message. I love it. That, and part of the church's Jesus is building um, is it, your title was is a prophetic people that we're called yeah. to be a prophetic people. Yeah. Which is so powerful. Now we weren't um, doing a prophetic class. We've done those. We will probably <laughs> do them again. It wasn't unpacking the particulars of the prophetic, but yeah. it was more like um, an overview of what it looks like as a people collectively to be a prophetic people. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was kind of yeah. bigger than the specifics, and uh, so. That's what my first question really is. Yeah. Matt. Like, what then do a prophetic people look like? Yeah, um, it's uh, there's so many definitions, um, you know, out there in in the Christian sphere yeah. of you know what, what what is a prophetic people? Who are prophetic people? Um, I think if we try and boil it down into a nutshell, it's a people who who hear the voice of God, or probably more specifically, who who hear the heartbeat of God or what God's trying to communicate that the, the, the kingdom perspective over a person, a situation, a city, an area, and we can actually declare that heartbeat of God. Wow. Yeah. We we don't just see the natural and speak out what we see in the natural, but we see the the promise of God and the, the prophetic declaration of the kingdom and we are able to speak that out and then also help people walk into it. That's amazing. That's so good. I love it. I love it. So that's awesome. So you also touched on this, but what I, I just, it jumped out. These are the questions yeah. that jumped out to me sure. as I, I was listening. Um, I was doing some active listening, which I encourage <laughs> you all to do, because then you can engage and you can actually begin to own it and be transformed by it. Yep. But what have been the hindrances then to the prophetic that you have seen um, to the body of Christ? <laughs> and, I mean, examples great... I thought were yeah. like misuse. Because yeah. one saying I heard um, was, you know, misuse 
has led to, to abuse, which yeah. equals no, no use. People no have use. often shut it down. So sometimes that happens. Yeah. But yeah, and which is just what the enemy wants. Exactly. So what, what have you seen has yeah, possibly been hindrances to the prophetic? I love, so let me, let me answer that question by starting with a scripture. I love that Revelations 19.10 says that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit Amazing. of prophecy. Yeah. And so um, you know, if we're doing prophetic classes, we're teaching about the prophetic and hearing the voice of God, we, we always, uh, the, the prophetic or what we're speaking out always has to bring us back to Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It always has to bring us back to him and to the heart of God, really. And so I think one of the biggest hindrances is the prophetic that highlights something that's other than Jesus or the heart of God, calling out the heart of God in a situation. Yeah. Um, you know, it doesn't, <laughs> I've heard someone say, it doesn't take a prophet to see that the world's falling apart. It doesn't take a prophet to see all the bad in the world. Yet often in the name of the prophetic, that's what we get focused on. All the bad things that are happening. And that we, I think one of the things that can hinder people as well is we have an Old Testament view yes. of being a prophetic people. Very good, yeah. So, yeah, you know, the Old Testament in Amos, Amos 3, it says that God revealed his secrets to the prophets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jesus hadn't come. We, there wasn't relationship with him. The Holy yeah. Spirit poured out for all of us. So there was... Prophets, very specific, very specific people and yeah, gifting who God right. spoke to, and they brought the message of God yes. to the people. That's right. Yeah. In the new covenant, that shifts. Yes. In the new covenant, we have I direct access to God through Jesus. Love that. He's given us His Spirit, so we can hear His voice. We can you know, hear what He's communicating. We walk in intimacy with Him. Yeah. We can all hear God. Yes. We don't need. Um, <laughs> we don't need in the new covenant a specific person to be the messenger of God to us. Mm. Although God does use other people to, to speak. But when we come with this Old Testament mentality that it's only a few people who can hear God or that they have these um, messages of doom and gloom. Yes. You know, yeah. it's like the, the turn and burn sort of uh, prophetic messages. Now, there is times for yes. calls to repentance Absolutely. and there is times... But they always bring us back to Jesus. And there's always a redemptive thread in there, isn't there? Exactly. And, a, and a, a calling up into, yep. there's life in it, not yep. not this sense of, yeah, being, like you said, doomed, doomed right? yeah. or, or condemned yeah. Yeah. or, you know, being beaten over the head because you're not good enough. Like you, you just, yeah. you've, you've failed or you've sinned or you, yeah. I mean, all the stuff. Someone would know anyway, or as yeah. people, like we look around and think, well, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, is it an act of God? No, yeah, no, <laughs> like, exactly. Like, there's just so much misinformation and misuse exactly. of the prophetic, yeah. exactly. And so, I, I think those things are, are a real hindrance, and they, like you said, they do cause people to turn off, shut off, pull back from because the, yeah, there has been hurt. I think the other thing that, that also can really hinder us growing as prophetic people is. That people, because of I think because of the Old Testament prophet yeah. mentality, yeah. Um, people have used the prophetic or the the God said mm. to control people, yes. to control others. Yeah. God said, yeah. therefore, you have to do what I yeah. want you to do. Yeah. Otherwise, or, you're disobeying God. Yeah, and often it's church leaders and it's pastors that have done yeah. that, yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah. not always with a bad heart. Uh, yeah. You know, sometimes just they, with not a full revelation of being yeah. a prophetic people. Yeah. Sometimes with a bad heart, and so because of that hurts. Then, you know, then often, you know, you put your hand in the fire and you get burned. Then yes. the next time you come to a fire, you are cautious. Yeah. And so people tend to pull back from that. Yeah. But that's never God's intention. God's intention was not that we pull back from being a prophetic people, but that we are all a people who live by the voice of God, who yes. hear his heart and yeah. declare that and speak that life into people. And so 
um, th th there needs to be a healing and a restoration, um, but then also just a healthy use of how do we do this and how do we, you know, how do we be this people um, in a healthy way that yeah, points people to that. Jesus and brings yeah. them back to the yeah. heart of God. Yeah. So healthy way. I mean, this is going off notes again, but just mm -hmm. thinking, you know, some of the unhealthy uh, ways that we may have seen the prophetic operate is is outside of of relationship, outside Very of good. team, yeah. outside of uh, church yeah, context, yeah. Yeah. Uh, where they're lone rangers, Very and good. some of it is because they haven't had a place for that gift to yeah. be uh, recognized. But a lot of it is also uh, pride and just a um, yeah, again, a wrong mm. understanding of of the gift of yeah. the prophetic yeah. or the prof the mantle of of yeah. prophet. So there's no accountability, and For so sure. healthy. So yeah, could you speak to that a bit yeah. of the healthiness of of what it looks like to have a, even the mantle, say, of prophet? Because they still exist. Those fivefold, you know, yeah, the, the fivefold ministry still exists. So yeah, can you talk to that uh, a little bit? One hundred percent. It's one of the things I didn't actually get time to get to yeah. on Sunday because um, we sort of got sidetracked on some stories and stuff, which is great. Yeah, it was all it was God wonderful. things. Um, but when it comes to ministering as a prophetic people, there's some banks that God gives us to help us flow but also for our own safety yes um and it's not just as a prophetic people i think it's in any gifting yeah one absolutely. of those banks is that that i don't think there is any context i don't see it in the bible any context for ministry that isn't uh based in or flowing out of a local church yeah yeah um, and again it's new testament through the cross you know it's, it's through the cross. different yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not the old testament yeah prophet who stood on the hill on his own, yeah. you know, totally isolated. I mean, there was still company of prophets. There were still schools of prophets back yeah. then. So they weren't really, but it was a lot more yeah, you lone see, ranger type of a For gift, sure. So it? you see it in the New Testament. And, and that's not, what, I, what I'm not saying is that it only happens within the church no. walls. Yes, good. But the gift, the, the person is based in and accountable yeah. to a local church um, or you know a local church leadership that knows them and knows their yes. life. Yeah, it's not yeah. you know hey I'm a I'm an itinerant um, prophetic ministry or any yeah. of the fivefold yeah. gifts. Exactly. Yeah, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, yeah. teacher. I just go and do my thing, and every now and then I pop into church because uh, it's there's there's such danger in that. Yeah. yeah, it's actually that no, I'm accountable to um to a local church eldership, a local church leadership, yeah. um, that also yeah, that, that is in a healthy place, yeah. that knows me, that knows my marriage, that knows my family, because those are actually the things that qualify or disqualify us yeah. and the things for that ministry. The enemy would target as well yeah. as you, if you were isolated. Yeah, uh, 100%. So it's a safety net for us as a prophetic people um, that we are accountable in our local mm -hmm. context. Yeah. So, I mean, so, it, you know, if God gives you a big word to declare over the nation... Um, I think it would be, it's wise to, Absolutely. to share that with people that you're accountable to. I'm not saying don't share it over the nation, get perspective and share it. But there's a level of accountability that we have to, um, have to walk in. And so, you know, if somebody shares something in our church gathering, yeah. it, you know, a very, somebody, someone says something very specific and it doesn't yeah. come to fruition, yeah. then there's a level of accountability where we can, yeah. in that context, it was shared. We can be accountable for it and say, you know, yeah. we're all growing, we're all learning to hear God's yeah. voice, and I shared something, but it actually, you know, it was partly me, and maybe I missed it a little bit. Yes. We want to, we want to have a healthy growth thing. Yeah. yeah. If it's shared on a national level, then you, then there might have to be some accountability on a national yeah, level. Yeah. I was going to ask that. Yeah. 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 Like um, accountability is not a bad thing, is it? It's, no. It's, I love Chris Ballatin says it's account for your ability. Give an account for your ability. Very good. And and the heart, like say, as leaders in our church context, would be. 
we want to champion that gift. We yeah. want to see that, you know, that person, that gift go as far as they can in God yeah. and be as impacting and as, um, yeah, just, just as powerful as it yeah. can be. Yeah. Uh, but so that's why you come with the heart of a father. That's why you come as a friend and you walk yeah. alongside and you say, hey, um, I want to know your life so I can speak into your life yeah. so I can help, you know, um, help you set right foundations up from the beginning bring those safety, you know, um, yep. guardrails that could keep you on course rather than going off in the yeah. gutter. You and know. help release. And one of the other things yeah. that happens, I think, um, specifically, or should be happening in a, in a local church context, is that, um, that every ministry uh, that we're called to um, should be working in team. Absolutely. There's a team dynamic to everything. And we yeah. see this specifically yeah. with... Um, with uh, prophetic people and with evangelists yes that they tend to be uh, can lean toward becoming lone rangers yeah yeah um and so there is a it's a good challenge for us as the church to to embrace people yeah. to bring them into yeah. our teams to yeah. to actually have the robust conversations and because mm. it's easy to get offended it's easy to want to like pull out of church and go, hey, you know, these guys are all wasting the time just gathering every Sunday. We should yeah. be on the street yes. or we should be out there declaring things over the nation. Yeah. Um, it's not one or the other. It's, it's both, yeah, it's all but it's always, in, it's always in team. Yeah. You know, God, God placed apostles and prophets That's together. Right. God places um, you know, evangelists with pastors yes. so that when people get saved, we can disciple and pastor them and yeah. all of yeah. those, you know, yeah. beautiful things. Exactly. I mean, that's, and, that's the yeah. beauty of the, of, of team. And just to speak to you, the, um, you know, in the new Testament, uh, Ephesians four says, God gave apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the equipping of yeah. the saints for works of ministry. So there is an office of yeah. the prophet in the new Testament, but it's not the the person who hears the voice of God and declares the message of God to everyone else yeah. because they can't hear him. Yeah. It's actually the one who is given a gift to equip the church, all of us, to be a prophetic people. Yes. To hear the voice of God, That's to right. walk in this, That's to right. live it together. Yeah. And what you, what you often see is if you sit under that sort of ministry, yes. is it stirs that gift in you. You sit under an evangelist. Um, you should be stirred yeah. to go evangelize. Yeah, and to think, I can do this. I yeah. was called to do the same with the, the prophet. Yeah. Should, yeah. You should be stirred to say, I can hear the voice of God. Can, yeah. And suddenly start hearing the voice and of God. And you should be heightened. Exactly. heightened. exactly. It shouldn't be just like, oh, wow, look at how accurate they are at yeah. giving words to everyone. Let's come watch the, yeah. the, the, the prophet show. Yes. It yeah, should be good. when you sit under that ministry, wow, I'm actually hearing God more more clearly. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm picking up things that yeah. I that yeah. I didn't pick up before, yes. um, and I want to go after that. That's yeah. that role of, you know, of the Ephesians for gift. Amazing. It's so true. It's so true. That's so good. Look, we went a little bit off, off course there, <laughs> but it's not really. It's on course. It's, yeah. it's on Holy Spirit course. I love it. Um, it's very good. I think it's so important, and it needs to be said, and it needs to be um, yeah, spoken about. Mm -hmm. and, and, yeah, I think accountability, like I said, is a good thing, a really good thing. So... My next question is a little bit different, but it's, it's around the prophetic again. But what yeah. is the difference for people between personal prophetic, like personal prophecy or, yeah. or the walking in it personally, yeah. I should say it that way, or corporately, like as a people? Yeah. How, how do they differ? They're very similar, obviously. But Do, do, do you mean like hearing God from, for myself or like words that are like personal that I share with yeah. like one person or well, over a group? Yeah, say yeah. I'm a prophetic person. Yeah. To we are a prophetic people. People, yeah, yeah, very good, very good. Um, so we're all prophetic persons. 
<laughs> but, you know, that, that we should all be hearing God for ourselves. Yeah. We want to grow yeah. in that. And actually expecting God to, to show us kingdom insight, his heart, or what he wants to say to others. Yeah. Um, in everywhere that we go. Yes. You know, not just in a Sunday meeting Very or yeah. you know, on, that. Yes. in an outreach setting, but actually in every moment, in every you know, interaction with people, um, as Jesus said, I, I did what I saw the Father doing and I said only what I heard the Father saying. That's born out of intimacy. So we want to be a people who are in that place where we, you know, we're hearing what God's saying. Do you have, uh, just on the spot yeah. here, a quick story on that, where you've had that happen, yeah. where you've heard an outside of church context? Or, for sure, yeah. for sure. So, um, I, uh, you know, we talked to lots of different people. Um, I'll, I'll share one that I shared on, on yeah, Sunday because I think it, um, it's applicable. Uh, you know, we go out on the street in outreach, and this was a, a specific context where... Um, yeah, we can go and we can share the, the heart and the promises of God. Like, yes. So you don't need a specific word from God to know that God loves people and yeah. he wants to set them yeah. free. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, it's right through the Bible. Mm. God's heart is for people. Jesus died for people. Yeah. So we, we can go, be confident. In we can be confident. We yeah. start in that place. We yeah. go minister to somebody who's homeless on the street. Um, I mean, obviously, we would love to see them not be homeless anymore. There's yes. some practical yes. things. But we can confidently say, and I, we often do this as a starting point, mm. point God loves you. Yeah. God wants you to be free from whatever mm. it is you're going through. And God wants to show himself to you. Yeah. And confidently true. say that. Yes. Um, yes. Usually that's a good starting point for a conversation mm. so that we can just take a little bit of time yeah. to say, God, is there something more specific that you want to say? Yeah. Because that's general and it's good. And sometimes that's all that people need to hear. Yeah. But yeah. sometimes the general things unlock people's hearts. So we were sitting with a lady um, a little while ago and um, a whole lot of, you know, a lot of uh, torment and other issues yeah. going on. Yeah. Um, and we shared that that's, that sort of heart. Yeah, yeah some addictions yeah. there and yeah. some mental health Very issues. Broken. Yeah, Very and we shared, you know, God loves you. God has a plan yeah. for you. You don't have to live like this. You know, we want to be able to help you as well. And as we were like just sitting and talking to her, because, you know, it's not just let's go and talk at people. We were actually just sitting and talking to them for a little while, yeah. asking if there's anything that they needed. Can we get them some food? And I felt God... Just say specifically, tell her that um, I love her kids, um, and I and I'm looking after her kids. So I just said, I don't know if this means anything because I didn't. She didn't have yeah, any kids no, with her. No. I don't know her at all. Yeah. Um, and I said, I just I feel like God just wants you to know that He He loves and is looking after your kids. She bursts into tears, starts bawling. She says, Yesterday, my like four or five month old baby was just taken off of me and put into yeah. foster services. Oh. She goes, I actually have ten kids. I mean, she only looked like she was in her mid-twenties. You know, it wasn't, she didn't look old. She said, I have 10 kids. I don't see any of them. It just unlocked her heart. And we were able to pray for her, yes. uh, pray for her kids. So good. We actually prayed for some healing for her as well. Yeah. And so, so it goes yeah. you know, sometimes through the specific of that. Like it's yeah. in a situation yeah. of God wants yeah. to unlock somebody's yeah. heart. Give us a word of knowledge or, mm. you know, uh, an insight That's that opens beautiful. them up. That's amazing. I love it. I love seeing it in action because that's the heart of the Father. And yeah. He wants to speak and He knows their, yeah. their ins and outs. Like he knows the very specifics and uh, the secrets of their worlds. And He yeah. trusts us with yeah, those. Yeah. He's entrusting yeah. that with so, us. And if we, we steward that well, we love go in love, yeah. I think He can trust us yeah. because our, our motivation is love. Yeah. You can't fail. Love never fails. No, if exactly. You go in love and He will trust us. If our motivation yeah. is tick a box or be the amazing prophet or you know whatever, yeah. <laughs> like, no, I don't know. No. Um, he, he, he cares about people's hearts. Exactly. Yeah. And then the second part of your question was, yeah. Yeah, what's the difference between that and like yeah. being a prophetic people together? Yes. 
um, as a community or a people. Well, yeah, in yeah, our so, context, how do you, you see that? Like, yeah, for, like? for sure. So there is, like, you know, I think as we all begin to walk in this, um, you know, it's not just the individual. Yeah. That actually we're called together yes. to do this. But I love there's a scripture in Ephesians 3, um, verse 10, if I can find it. Um, and it says, oh, I love this it says scripture. this. So, so through the church, the manifold wisdom of God might be made known to rulers and authorities in heavenly places. Come on. So there's something about when we, wow. together as, wow. as the body of Christ, yes. together as the ecclesia, the gathered ones, um, grasp that we're prophetic people. Yeah, yeah. That we can actually get the heart of God and, and declare the, the kingdom reality wow. over situations and over cities and over nations hmm. that sets in place transformation. Yeah, yeah. Um, th- so th- th- there's always a partnership in the process. Yeah. It's not just we declare it and then that's it. Now it's done. That's hyper faith because God chooses. God wants relationship. He chooses to partner with us, but He also wants a people who will declare His kingdom reality. Yeah. Who will pray, "Our Father in heaven, hallowed be Your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven." Uh, I I don't think we'll see the fullness of that until we are in heaven. Yeah. But He says, "Pray it." Yeah. So we pray it and we expect it and we expect something of the kingdom reality of heaven to come into our situation on earth. And That's as a right. people together, we, you know, we have prayer meetings. In our prayer meetings um, as a church, we, don't, we, we very rarely pray for individual people. Yes. It's That's usually right. praying for, for churches, for nations, for cities, for, yeah, um, for so regions, good. for new regions to be open, yeah. for, for the lost. Yeah. We're making prophetic declaration of of God's heart over yeah. people. God, you love yeah. these people. Would you dr- draw them to yourself? Yeah. You know, our, Australia will be saved. Melbourne will be saved. Yeah, and I loved even at our prayer meeting, we did it a little bit different this time, but we yeah. made space for um, hearing what was on his heart yeah. so we could yeah. declare what was on the heart of the Father because there's nothing more powerful yeah. than, than grabbing hold of what is yeah. in his heart yeah. and what he wants to, and he then, like, he chooses to partner with us, but we can partner with him and together then we get to be the ones that declare what is on the heart of the father and we yeah. did a lot of that like yeah. so we could make declarations that weren't just things even that good things that is it's powerful to declare yeah. good things yeah uh, but we were as a prophetic people saying hey you guys can hear god what is thing? he saying yeah. right now over <clears throat> australia or over a particular nation and to just yeah. see what he was declaring over nations and over australia like it was just or over the church yeah. we were praying for Amazing. Like I mean, it was. It, it shifts a prayer meeting from being a, a kind of a boring like one yeah, level to be, a, yeah. hey, we've we've gone. It's it, we've gone into you know heavenly places. And sure. We're having impact, not just here, yeah. but in heavenly places. I mean, there, there, just one real quick um, testimony out of that is that we had so we we had drawn a big map of Australia on the ground, and we just wanted to. We have elections coming up. We wanted to pray for the elections and pray for our yeah, nation and so just stand on it. You know, kind of be yeah. in that space. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we had this general big idea, yes, praying yeah. the, gen- you know, yeah. the general things. But so often with the prophetic and being a prophetic people, it moves from the general to the specific, like the story of the girl on the street. The general God loves you yeah, to the specific. So good. And in this one, it was general prayers for Australia. And then we began to pray for a specific place. Um, and then uh, uh, Paul, who was leading that part of the, the meeting, felt like he should call his friends in this specific place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so they called just with the intention to pray general prayer for them. They didn't know that, that, that those people had been on the floor in their living room crying out to God for 30 minutes saying, God, have you forgotten us? Yeah. Wow. And so they called and four different groups of people 
came through and called them and prayed and declared the purposes of God over them. Totally shifted you know, where they're at. So from the general thing of praying for our nation to the very specific that God wanted to, to reveal his heart to people in a specific place. Yeah, I love the um, specificness. It was so for those people. And as I was yeah. listening, even thinking about it on Sunday again, it was like the Holy Spirit said, yeah, but the cry that's in their heart specifically is actually also a prophetic cry that is, is in our nation. And yeah. in the heart of the nation is the heartbeat of people saying, have you forgotten us? Yeah. Have you forgotten us? And so <laughs> I felt oh. there was this personal, and I love how God yeah. does that. It's always personal, but it's layered and it's it's bigger. Yeah. Yeah. And so we, we got to respond to, <clears throat> The personal and yet in the personal i believe something's also shifted where yeah. answers have come to to the multitudes to the heart of the nation that are saying have you forgotten us yeah and it's like something has shifted hope has been released yeah. through the declarations as they partnered yeah it was just and, and god's like i haven't forgotten you and let me be so specific that i haven't forgotten you i've got people on the other side of the country mm. who are praying for you right now yeah yeah, like, that's so good. Amazing. I love when you get to see straight away what's happening or hear. And um, so much of what we pray and declare, we just know by faith things yeah. are shifting. Like that's a good picture of saying, uh, like he lets you see sometimes, yeah. hey, there's an impact. Yeah. The impact has been instant. Like this is real. Uh, some of the other things we prayed and declared, we know by faith that yeah. things have shifted or we're yeah. going to start seeing uh, some of that, you know, in whether it's through the news or through, you know, yeah. people we're connected yeah. to. We're going to start hearing of the shifts that are happening. And even if we don't, We've been faithful, and I think we will see it one day, like you said. When we stand exactly. with Jesus, he'll say, hey, have a look at what happened when you prayed. Yeah. This shifted. This yeah. changed. And yeah, it's just, uh, you know, these angels were released. So I think it's so big, it. so exciting what we get to partner with. There should never be a boring prayer meeting. When you're no. partnering with the voice of God and hearing no. and just, you know, there's, oh, there's no boring in no, Christianity. Exactly. I mean, honestly, being a prophetic people shifts everything for us. Yeah, sure the idea does. that even coming to church is boring or, and, you know, the, being a follower of Jesus should be the most radical adventure of our yes. lives. Yes. Because like in any moment, mm. like he wants to use us. Yes. And he wants to speak to us. And it's always like when we get that, it's like it, it, well, I'm not coming just to watch a preacher preach or to mm. you know, just watch a music team play. So yeah. I'm coming to like to to commune with the creator of the Come universe. Yeah. To hear it to you know, to so get beautiful. his heartbeat. Every moment I'm picking up his so heartbeat good. and going, God, what do you want to say into this situation? What do you want to do? And mm. you know, what you know, what can we release and what connections do you want? And yep. the whole life becomes an adventure. Amazing. Amazing. Yes, it does. And we say yes every day. Yeah. It's like, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Look, we, we're probably running out of time, are we, Matt? Um, you've been looking at the time. I haven't. <laughs> I, don't know, I, don't know, I don't know what time we started. Yeah, but, this um, is the problem. This is the problem whenever we do a midweek extra is that we never look at the time that we and started. And it's been a while, so we're kind of yeah. keen and excited. Um, anyway, I've, I'll end with one more question. Cool. Sure. And then I think we'll just finish up and pray. But I think we're nearly there. Have a bit of a sense. Yeah. <laughs> We've done these a few times now. Yeah. Um, so what would you say is the key then to being a prophetic people that's awesome uh, the, the key for me um it starts in the place of identity that we yeah. started with today yeah very but good. it's it's being a people who hear god's voice that that we know his voice um and so it, it's learning how to do that and so often when we talk about the voice of god we we fall into a very narrow yeah, view good. of that it's not just hearing like a spoken because that is one of my questions. Yeah. So interpret <laughs> that in. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. How, <laughs> how do we hear then? How do we... It's more, like, I think more accurately, it would be yeah. to hear the communication of God. Yeah, yeah. It's like from, from a... The, the, the Bible says that man doesn't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. The words rhema, real quick theological yeah. study, 
and it comes from the root word um, ruah, which actually means the, the breathed out breath of God. Yes. Um, so Beautiful. it's not just the spoken word, although yeah, that's part of it. It's often with the Bible, it's hard because we, we, the actual um, translation is so much broader than the words that we have to yeah, describe it. Yeah, and our English it. language can be so limited. Yeah, too. and so it's, it's the heartbeat of God. It's the communication. It's like that we're close, we're, we're walking in it's such intimacy with Him yeah. that we're hearing, yeah. uh, that we're feeling His breath. Yeah. We're hearing His heartbeat. That. Yes. And we're, we, are, we know what He's communicating. Yeah. And so whether it's a picture or a sense or a spoken word or a smell or a, yeah. you know, that he's communicating yes. and we get to communicate that. And so it starts within that place of learning to hear his voice, walk in intimacy with him and growing in that. Because as we grow in that and as we hear his voice, faith comes and we, we grow in faith. Even though Jesus yeah. says if you have faith as a, as a mustard yeah. seed, we yeah. grow in, in knowing Yes. Like yes. He knows us yes. and we know him. And we know, like, as you journey with God, you might be younger in your walk with the Lord. And you might be going, I don't know if God's speaking. As you spend time with him, you spend time yeah. in the word, and you step out in this, you develop this, this knowingness, this certainty, where you just know that it is God. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's not, it's hard to explain. Because there is still moments of doubt where you go, is that you? But I'm going to go with it anyways. Because I, I, I know that God wants to impact this person. But then there's just times where you just go, I know, I know in my spirit that, that, that God's yeah, impressing annoying. something on yeah, me. Yeah. And so that's that, that spiritual growth of hearing what God's communicating, hearing his heartbeat. Yeah. Um, and that's the starting place of all of this. For yeah. all of us, it's, it's who he is because of under seeing who he is, knowing who I am. And from that place of security... Knowing that you know that he wants mm. intimate relationship mm. with me, yeah, yeah, he wants to speak, yeah, learning to hear his voice yeah. and to be sensitive to him. I mean, the more you spend time with someone, the more tune, attuned you become to their voice, yeah, to to yeah. the just different sounds of, of their voice yeah. and yeah. and who they are, and even sometimes the unspoken, uh, you yeah. know, language that happens, say in a relationship, yeah. you could see a look or a a, <laughs> oh, yeah. a sense that oh something's not quite right yeah. today, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and yeah, it's. The same. What do they say? Like that, that communication between humans is something. I'm going to butcher the stats, but something like it's only seven percent verbal. Yeah. Um, and yes. yeah, the rest of it is it's, it's body language. That's it's, right. Yeah. It's it's not just verbal. It's yes. it's all of the other stuff that we yeah. pick up and yeah, so good. And we've limited hearing to just hearing yeah. Uh, yeah. that sense. But it's not just that. One thing you had said just quickly um, mm -hmm. on Sunday, I think you were talking about, again, it's in line with intimacy and picking up the heartbeat of God. And we, we had watched this thing. We've got a little dog. And we'd watched this thing about dogs. And the, mm -hmm. the amazing thing about them, I don't know if you know this, but apparently they, they, they have this, I don't know, it's the way God's designed them, <laughs> I suppose. But as if, this is why they're helpful for yeah. people who have um, different... Uh, conditions, yeah. um, illnesses, yeah, depression, they they've been yeah. known to actually help. And one of the things that happens is a dog will come, they have a calming set, and they'll come and sit, say they sit on your lap like our little dog if it's yeah. little. And apparently there's this ability, or even if they sit near someone, this ability, this thing that happens that yeah. they don't do it, but it just happens is where it's, it's, they've seen through tests that a human's heartbeat begins, the heartbeats begin to sync up. Like the heartbeat wow. of the dog and the human begin to, to cool. sync up. And, and it's almost like this, I know it's really interesting and, and I don't know the whole science behind it. <laughs> I didn't look at that, but I just thought, wow, um, as you spend time with God, like linking it back to 
Time in his presence has to be key. It's number one. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all yeah. about that. Being intentional mm. about getting mm. in his presence, being merry at his feet, just loving on him, making room for presence. And in that space, I'm sure there's a sinking up of heartbeat yeah. that begins yeah. to happen and where it's just like you come into the rhythm of his heartbeat. Yeah. And it's just beautiful. Like, like, yeah. And he doesn't even have to say a word. Yeah. At times, he I mean, he does speak and he does show us things, but at times it's just that getting to that rhythm of his heartbeat because yeah. so much then shifts just coming into the mm. heartbeat of the Father. Exactly. And, and we know what he wants to do. Yeah. Right? yeah it, it's yeah. in John, it, yeah. uh, in John he, Jesus says that yeah. I'm the good shepherd and my yeah, sheep know beautiful. my voice. And I, I know that. He, but he actually says, I know them and mm. they know mm. me. Mm. Um, I mean, it's talking, he's trying to, again, use language. They know my voice, but it's more that they know me and I know them. Yes. And that's the reality is the more we know him, the the less the communication has to be like yeah. um, specific pictures or things. And it's more a knowing. Yeah. Um, which yeah. is hard to explain. And I think we could probably get into it this in a different yeah. time as well. Yes, yeah, sure. But actually we just grow in our knowing because we grow in intimacy. Yes, it's so connected. Yeah. I love that. That's beautiful. And was there anything you'd felt prophetically or added, wanted to add to, to as we wrap up to, to this yeah. session? I, I just want just to encourage you and stir you to pursue the heartbeat of God. Come on. Um, and to, you know, to step out of your comfort mm, zone. Mm. So, you know, <laughs> it's all great to talk about this and be like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. But this is, this is who we're called to be as followers of Jesus, not just... Melbourne Life Church, followers of Jesus yeah. across the globe. Yeah. We're called to be a prophetic people. Amen. And so pursue mm. pursue him. Make time, even today, to put on some worship music or just to you know, put on some uh, some some music without words. Yeah. And just yeah. hear the heartbeat of God yeah. and ask him to 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 speak to you and to use you. Yes. Um, and yeah. then, then be expectant for it, you know, exactly. so... Be ready. Yeah, be have ready. Have a pen and paper. Have yeah. something ready or your laptop or however you work or your phone. And yeah. Be ready to hear and take... That's how I began. Yeah. Just to write down whatever I sensed, felt, even if it seemed stupid. Yeah. I just put it down. No one else is going to see it, but that's the training ground, like where you get to practice yeah. hearing the voice of God. And it's just beautiful. I just wanted to also say, um, just one key that I found helpful for me was asking Holy Spirit to sensitize your senses like your spiritual senses to awaken them or sensitize them and yeah. i still do it like yeah. lord just open my ears ears be open to hear in yeah. jesus name you know um heart be ready to receive eyes open to receive yeah. um images pictures like position yourself for it again yeah. it comes to expectancy because he 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 comes yeah, and stir, he will stir up stir hunger up. and yeah there's yeah. something about i was talking to someone recently about fasting and yeah, you yeah. know and that you know oh. in our modern day and age we fast Sometimes people fast other things, yeah. social media or yeah. TV. And I said to this person, that's all well and good because it does like limit distraction. Yes. But there actually is something about fasting food. Yeah. Yeah. It like disciplines our natural body and heightens our spiritual sense. Come on. And it so, really does. yeah, I think to be honest, we do ourselves a disservice by only fasting other things. It's really good. I actually think that, you know, if you want to, to heighten your senses to the heartbeat of God, yeah. spend some time fasting. Oh, that is and such a key. That's food a key. Because yes. it actually, like, you'll feel it. You yeah. feel it in your body. Yeah. That's yeah. the point. Yeah. It yes. actually disciplines your natural body, but your spiritual body is strengthened. And that 
it's almost like that, that fight between the flesh and the spirit so that tips the tables. Yes. Um, and suddenly we're like, we're, we're more aware. And that's the point. That's why Jesus that's regularly spent time fasting and yeah. praying. The disciples, he teaches yeah. us to fast and pray. Yeah. Um, that's a, you know, we can get into the whole thing of yes. fasting and praying another time, but yeah. just that's a, a key, grab that's it, key. do it, um, talk to somebody about it and fast some food. Amazing. <laughs> oh, look, so powerful. Very good. All right, we are we are um, finishing up now. We're probably over time, but thank you for today, Matt. That was amazing, uh, outstanding. Can you pray for us and everyone who's listening? Absolutely. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that, you, that you've called us to be a prophetic people. Lord, to live in intimacy with you, to hear your heartbeat. Lord, and actually to, to, that you partner with us to see your kingdom advance. You partner with us, yes, Lord, right. to to declare what's on your heart into situations and over people's lives. And Lord, we, we never want to fall into, Lord, the dull, boring Christianity where we just show up to meetings and expect somebody else to hear you or to minister to you. We want to be a people who walk so close to you that life is an adventure. And so if we have fallen into that place of just going through the motions, Lord, I pray right now for each person that's listening Lord, for a waking up. Lord, I, I call people to wake up yes. to who you've called them to be. Yeah. Lord, a prophetic people that are called to hear your voice and declare the kingdom reality yes. into the world that you placed us in. Lord, help us learn to hear your voice, to be sensitive. Lord, I pray for an unstopping of ears, Lord. Lord, where the enemies tried to yes. block up, Lord, or to yes. blind, Lord, let scales fall off people's eyes. Lord, take the earplugs out of their ears. Yeah, come on. Lord, e- even just the, Lord, Lord, a drawing to fasting and praying and to, to heightening our spiritual senses. Lord, would we be the people, Lord, who say yes to all that you've called us to and yes to being a prophetic people. Use us in your precious name. Amen. Amen. Woohoo. Oh, that's powerful. That's so good. Uh, I, I know you guys have been challenged, stretched, encouraged, and um, just equipped to go do that. That's why we do these. Yep. That's why we do 100%. these. And uh, yeah, if you've got any questions, where can they find us, Matt? If they've got questions, yeah, thoughts. Yeah, um, any questions, you can, um, you can reach out to us at admin at melbournelightschurch.com.au. Somebody will get that. Or you can DM us on any of our social media platforms. Um, and there's always somebody who's watching that they're trying yeah. to get back to you as soon as possible um, I think even on some of the the, um, the podcasting services you can oh, DM great. us but um, okay. but email us is the quickest way yes <laughs> and we would love to hear from you love and even you. if you have testimonies That's out of this right. like if you're stepping out in faith and, you, and you're, you're beginning to practice this and you're seeing God use you share those testimonies reach out let us know where you're listening from let us know what God's doing because we want to celebrate what Jesus is doing with you Yes, absolutely. We love to celebrate. That's another one of our cultures. Yay, yeah. kingdom culture. Uh, definitely. We want to champion what he's doing in and through you. Very good. Well, thank you for, for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already to so you don't miss out on yep. any of these podcasts, <laughs> our Sunday Messages podcasts. Yep. Uh, there should be a few more midweeks coming up. I'm excited for what's ahead. You can also follow us at Melbourne Lights Church on Facebook, on YouTube, Instagram. Uh, yep. I'm not sure if I've missed anything. Yeah, it's all <laughs> well, have an amazing, blessed week, and go and be the pre- the people that that um, you know God has called you to be, sons and daughters who hear the voice of God and then speak what's on His heart. Awesome. Bless you guys. See you. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed this week's message. If you have any questions or would like more information, please contact us at melbournelightschurch.com.au.